With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Oh, and speaking of sexy bodies, everyone, how about this thought? Do you give a shift about life? Yes, I said S-H-I-S-T, a shift about life. Well, today's guest, Megan Smith-Gill, is here to explain what she calls life's biggest bullshifts, and that's with an F again, and how to bust them once and for all. And here at Modern Love Radio, we know that when we shift our attitude, when we shift our behavior, when we get the training we need to do a great job at loving ourselves, it makes it so much easier to learn how to love another. And I did say learn because everyone seems to act as if we have some hidden program in our brain that just pops into place when we want to have a love life, and that suddenly, magically, we know how. That's not how it works. The only program that's going to pop out of our brains is what we learned prior to the age of eight, and I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to run that program. So we offer training here at Modern Love. We have the Modern Love Training Center You can join me February 10th for a very important all-out love training. That is the seven things you need to know to create a great love life now. And it's called Fire Up Your Love. So if you're interested, go to Eventbrite right now and register yourself for that class. Take action if you want great love. It isn't going to happen in a magical way. It literally requires, do I have to say it again, learning and training. That's why we're here. So we're going to right now start with our Ask Dr. Brenda question. And this one's a doozy. Hmm. It's Dear Dr. Brenda, lately I've been having problems with my live-in boyfriend. I'll call him Paul. We fight about everything. He refuses to admit when he's wrong. He's been sleeping on the couch for a week, waiting for me to take the first step and reconcile. He isn't working, and I am, and that's probably why he's so mad. I pay all the bills, and he thinks I feel superior. We argue day and night, swear and scream at each other, and he does not appreciate everything I'm doing so we can survive. I have two daughters, he has one, and I'm supporting all of us. Do you think it's a good idea for us to have a baby? 
Paul is desperate for a child with me, even though we can't get along or communicate. Stressed out in Pittsburgh. Look, stressed out, you are in the pits. No, I repeat, no, do not have a child with Paul. Do not bring another child into what is such a dysfunctional and difficult situation. Now, I would like to recommend immediately that the two of you have a ceasefire. You need to work on your boundaries. You don't need to scream and yell. You need to, and you'll forgive me for saying it, you both need to grow up. And the best way to grow up is to get some help. Now, I say, number one, you go to Al-Anon and get your boundaries in a good position so that you can do what you need to do to take care of yourself and your two daughters. Number two, Paul needs to be in a men's group or support group, and the two of you, for God's sake, need some couples work. Now, don't say, gee, we don't have money. You can go online and take free coaching and training classes right online. There are YouTube videos. I recommend that you buy the Marriage Boot Camp by my good friend Terry Real. You buy one of my four books on love. And if you're anywhere near the Bay Area, get yourselves over here for some modern love training in San Francisco. You have to learn better so you can do better. Your situation is so dysfunctional. I say if you don't stop the screaming, yelling, fighting, you really need to plan a separation within the next six months if you don't do the work to turn it around. All right. The question is stressing me out. So I need to talk to Megan Smith-Gill because she's a transformational teacher, speaker, author, and coach who has reverse-engineered happiness and abundance. Megan spent nearly 20 years as a marketing exec and agency owner before discovering her true life's calling. She's the author of Give a Shift, 10 Simple Steps to an Abundant Life. In her first book, Megan shares the 10-step process she designed and adapted for herself. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Megan. So happy to have you you with us. Thank you so much. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Well, it's time to give a shift. How did you hit on this idea about giving a shift? That is a great question. Um, Really, it was by accident. Um, The book and everything that I'm now teaching uh, came about um, by accident. What happened was um, I was bullied in middle school, uh, just to give you the quick backstory. And so I, I suffered from such feelings of shame and humiliation as a teenager that I sort of hid from my true authentic version. Um, you know, we talk about love, and one of my steps is, you know, learn to love yourself and, and love others, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I spent so many years, 25 years, running away from who I was. I was afraid to look in the mirror. So I thought yeah, that the only way... Yeah, because what you thought you'd see in the mirror is what those kids in middle school have reflected to you. Absolutely. When the truth is, of course, I just have to say this, because bullying is so widespread. You know, I get calls all the time to do segments on the news about bullying, and bullying is really the bullies projecting onto someone else how they feel about themselves. So for those who have been bullied or those who know you have acted like a bully, take a look at what your true self has to offer it because I know Megan's going to get right into that. So Megan, what what happened for you after 
this bullying and you could see it still haunting you in high school. Absolutely. Well, the only way that I knew how to um, sort of regain my self-worth, at least I thought, the only way that I thought I could regain my self-worth, my self-confidence, was to live an outwardly successful life because that's what society tells us success looks like it's you, you know society tells us that the most successful people you know have a fancy car a fancy house and a great job and are liked by everyone else and so i spent 25 years chasing that dream as a way of self-soothing myself and i thought gosh you know if i could just make it to this point i'll feel good and then yeah, i would get to that good point on the outside right. you exactly. know a lot of us think it'll make us feel good on the inside Absolutely. and it doesn't work that way not and at so all. Brenda, I'm glad you're making ex- that point. Exactly. And and so I bought into what society tells us happiness looks like for 25 years, and I chased that, that you know, that material dream. And did it and make every- you any happier? No, and that's exactly after 25 years of chasing that and, and achieving, you know, what other people would think would be an incredible life, I reached a point where I looked in the mirror and I thought, what is what is happening here? Because the more the more I achieve, the worse I feel. This was supposed to make me feel better, not wow. feel worse. And isn't that an interesting formula? I have it, more, but I feel less. And so many people suffer from that. And and everyone, just remember that when you're trying so hard to make it on the outside, your insides are suffering. And Megan is telling us that that is a formula that leads to distress as opposed to de-stress. Keep going, Megan. You're you're just giving a beautiful testimonial, if you will, about the dangers of living an outside-focused life. Absolutely, and what I've come to discover now is that I was living my life based on the ego, and the ego loves labels, and the ego loves definitions. And now, when you and say ego, describe what you mean by ego. There are lots of yeah, definitions of that. Absolutely, and so so there are two parts of every human being. There are, and we'll get into it, but there's the ego part, which is the me and the and the I and the and the 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 part of the human who views him or herself as separate from others, and then there's the source part. There's the spirit part, the soul part, and that is the part that um, sees everything and everyone as oneness. Recognizes that we all come from the same invisible intelligence, and we are all at our core the same. And so, when you live according to labels, you are living through looking at life through the lens of the ego. In now, society, the ego that, that Megan's talking about, all of you out there who've been reading Freud, she's not talking about the Freudian concept of ego. This is a different concept. This is one that, you know, in my many years of traveling in India and working with spiritual teachers there, this is the ego that says, I'm a separate being. Mm -hmm. I'm all alone. And I am, and the ego, by definition, when we say we're all alone, we're saying I'm not good enough. Absolutely. I'm not good enough because I'm separate and different. So you were being run by that ego separation self because that's the part that was longing for the gratification you thought you'd get from working hard and achieving external things. So what was the turning point for you, Megan? The turning point was literally a calling. Um, I had an incident in my bedroom that brought me to my knees 
and the chit-chatter of my own internal dialogue had been so loud for so long that I couldn't ever hear my soul trying to speak to me. And in this moment, I was brought to my knees, and it seemed like an eternity. It was probably just, oh, you know, a few seconds. And it was in that moment that I first heard my soul say, wake up, wake up before it's too late. And that so it was is like literally, a voice speaking to you it was, saying, wake up? Oh, it was. It was. It was It was. my soul now, screaming at on? me to wake up. What brought that on? Because for most people that have that kind of, I call it the crystal moment, everything crystallizes and all of a sudden you can see something, there usually are some signs leading up to it that you're about to have either a breakthrough or a breakdown. Well, and that's just what it was. I thought it was. I thought I was having a breakdown. You, you hit the nail on the head. I thought I was having a breakdown because of the immense amount of stress that I was under. I was working 80 plus hours a week. I was on an airplane every week, living in hotels. I had two small children and a husband that were being neglected. But I just kept pushing through and saying, "I'm working this hard for them, for them, for them." Um, and I had this moment. Um, of panic in my room, of sheer panic, because the amount of things I had to do, there just wasn't enough time in the day, and it brought me to my knees, and I thought it was a breakdown, and it turned out to be the breakthrough that literally changed my life. Um, so did you listen for, to this voice that said, wake up? What, what did that cause you to do? It, I, 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 it was a very private, personal moment. I didn't even tell my husband what had happened. I gathered myself, and I thought, "What? okay, that was a sign, that was a signal, and I just started, um, it set me out on my quest I, uh, to figure out what I was put on this earth to do. What is the point of life? If it, it, Because it certainly wasn't chasing all of the outward material successes. I proved that to myself. I couldn't have gotten any more to the top. And when I stood at the top of that mountain where I thought dreams were made, I stood in darkness, empty and alone. Mm. And I said, there mm. has to be more to life than this. And so I went out on a quest to figure out what that was. I was raised by a quantum physicist as a father and my mother who dabbled in spirituality. And so oh, what I... what a perfect combination. <laughs> exactly. That's a Dream team? Are you kidding me? It is. That's a dream team. It is a dream team, and I didn't know it then. Is the backbone of everything that we consider spiritual, no matter what spiritual path you're on. You. You're you going to find that those laws overlap the laws of quantum physics. I love it. Absolutely. I know it. It is. In and fact, our audience a knows I'm like the world's biggest geek. And oh, so love, so love, we are. love me some quantum <laughs> physics. Let me yeah, tell you. Roger Penrose books. You know, I read for fun his textbooks, and that's what my father raised me on. Except I didn't really make the connection until this point in my life. And so, you know, when I was ready, I had to be ready. And so I started studying um, ancient spiritual texts. I started reading the Tao Te Ching and the Bhagavad Gita. So what did you learn that is important that you wanted to pass on in your book and everybody? That book, again, let me just remind you, because we're big believers in books in this community, the book is Give a Shift, Ten Simple Steps to an Abundant Life. What did you learn about creating an abundant life with all of your study of quantum physics and spirituality that you want to pass on? Because we want to get as much of that in in our short time together as possible. Perfect. So there are two fundamental things that I learned. Before the 10 steps could be practiced. And before I even figured out what those 10 steps were, I had to break false beliefs that had been ruling my life for decades. 
And what I've come to discover is that so many people all over the world live their life according to these same myths. And these are the myths that I call life's biggest bullshifts. Because when we live our life according to these myths, we, we cannot attract and manifest abundance. We, we, in fact, it pushes abundance away, and we wonder what, what's going on with our lives, and we think that the only answer is to work harder and harder and harder. And so the very first thing I had to do was completely turn five fundamental beliefs upside down and, and, and literally break free from the shackles that they were holding me back from living the abundant life that I wanted And you call these old beliefs bullshifts. That's right, life's biggest bullshifts. And there All are five right. of them. So bullshift number one says that you life guys, you may hand- want to write this down or put, enter it in your little mobile device. So grab those mobile devices, get those pens and paper, whatever you need to do. Go ahead, Megan. Let's get these down. Life number one says life is handed to you, and there's nothing you can do about it. So what this means is that most people believe that their lives consist of a series of either good or bad luck events that they have very little, if any, control over. And so what, what that means is that they end up going through each day as so passengers. So number one is I have no control over my life. Completely. My life okay, is so just you guys get that down. random set no of events. I have no control over my life. Okay. Random Great. set of events because in reality, each of us has an amazing power within that when we understand how to use it, it gives us the ability to create so a life bigger and better really, than ever I have imagined. power over my life. Let's let's flip that old belief right there. And where it you're has writing nothing down, to I have do no with luck. Yeah, right. It down. has nothing to do with now, luck. Now let's let's boil that into one statement people can capture, Megan. What could they they write down? The opposite of I have no control over my life is I am the master of my life. Absolutely. I am the del- I am the creator of my own life experience. And the, and the caveat to that, which, which I love to say, is that you, each of us are the creator of our own life experience, whether we know it or not and whether we want to be or not. So we better learn how to, how to use that power to create Great. the life we want. Super. I like okay? it. Okay, Bullsh- bullshift number two, and this was a big one for me, that to get anything in life, you must compete fiercely for it. So most people are led to believe that there are a limited number of opportunities available to each of us and that we have to compete fiercely with one another to claim our fair share before somebody else claims victory first. And, you know, whether it was a result of my bullying and my way of wanting to prove to the world that I was something and could become someone, I'm not sure. But I was one of the most competitive people that I had ever met, and I, and I, I firmly believed that I was in a contest with everyone else to claim my fair share of what I perceived to be a small and finite pie. But here's the reality. There are an infinite number of opportunities available to everyone, everywhere So write that down. There are infinite opportunities available to me. That's really, really a good one. There are infinite opportunities available to me. Now, what's number three? Well, and I just want to just say one other thing on that. What one person has, if one person starts to, you know, achieve and acquire or, or, or you know, whatever the case may be, it doesn't mean there's less for you. you ha- each of us has the ability to create as much abundance as we want. So bullshift number three um, says that we should not ask or expect wonderful things to happen in our life because there just aren't enough resources to go around. So boiling this one down, what this one 
means is that somewhere along the way, living a life of sacrifice, lack, and limitation has somehow become confused with nobility. It's as if, you know, sacrifice has mistakenly gotten confused with sharing or generosity so that to dream big and want abundance in our lives is somehow perceived as selfish and greedy. But that's bullshit again because nothing could be further from the truth. Reality is that abundance is our birthright and creating as much abundance in our life as we want is in line with the very highest level so of universal consciousness. So write that down. Abundance is my birthright. Now for for a lot of people, the belief that gets in the way is the belief that is deeply, deeply buried. You know, in our True Love, True Prosperity Mastermind program, I teach uh, a similar set of constructs. I call them the big five. But the first one in the big five is belief, and it's the buried mm-hmm. beliefs that get in the way. So I want to just add something to what Megan is saying. If you're not sure what your core belief is about yourself, your life, abundance, then look at your life. Totally. Look at your life. Whatever pattern you see repeating over and over and over, Mm -hmm. then somehow before you were eight years old, that got put into your brain because it's the stuff that goes in when we don't have the power to Mm -hmm. rebut it or to think about it because we don't have our higher cortex, the reasoning part of the brain, that part goes in. So do some work. Megan is giving some great teachings, and they also require that you do some digging on your own to figure out what those core beliefs are and to do the work to change them. And it is work. I've spent the last 30 years working on mine, and I can tell you it's great as we chop away and we have more altitude we can create the life we want at will so i'm backing you up Mm -hmm. megan so do one thing for me quickly uh we're running short on time but would you give a quick quick definition of abundance what does that mean well i think that abundance is um up for everyone to determine for him or herself and let me clarify what that means My, my definition of abundance means freedom Okay, freedom of time so that I can spend my time how I want, freedom of money so that I have enough financial resources to do what I want and to give and share my financial resources with others, freedom of relationships so that I can spend my time with who I want, and freedom of purpose so that I get to wake up every day and live my life on purpose with passion and meaning so that is how i define abundance but i what i would love to challenge your listeners to do is to define abundance for themselves but get very clear on what that means and then hold that vision in their mind and work towards achieving it Um, and those are the steps those are the 10 simple steps to achieving abundance once we break through these bullshifts these false beliefs that then sort of cleans the slate for now, people to practice. Now, one thing I noticed as you were describing your definition of abundance is it had more to do with how you feel. So those who think abundance is mm-hmm. what's in the checking, savings, investment account, that's not it. It's no. how you feel because God knows I've spent my career working with people and training on television everywhere who believed that having enough numbers in the bank account or investment account 
would make them happy. Well, and that's, that's what I did for 25 it. years. And that's, right. and that's exactly you, what I so did. So let's get four and five in here quickly before Great. we run out Perfect. of time because we want to get Perfect. everything. Bullshift number four says that your thoughts, feelings, and intentions have no impact on your present reality. And this is something that I believed my entire life. But the reality to that is that your your present, and you hit on this earlier, and I loved what you said, your present reality is precisely the result of your past thinking. Okay, so I want to say that again. Your present reality is precisely the result of all of your past thoughts. And when I did an inventory and I stopped and I looked back at all of the things that I didn't want to happen in my life that happened to me, there was a common theme. And do you know what it was? It was that I obsessed about them not happening. So you were worried about those things not happening. Mm -hmm. And what you were really doing was focusing all your mental energy on what you did want. So number four is going to be I'm what going you to focus on expands. What I'm, I'm going to choose the thoughts I want to have expand. How about that? Absolutely. You bet. That is exactly right. And I would challenge your listeners to, to do the exact same thing. Do an audit. Look back at the good and the bad things that you've had happen in your life and, and do an honest audit of how, what energy and, and attention you gave to those things. Because I know when I did that, that was one of the biggest wake-up calls that I ever had. And I know we're running short on time, so I'll, I'll end with a quick one. Bullshift number five is a silly one, but it's an important one. And it says, never expect good things to happen or you will jinx the outcome. So did you know that 25% of all adults believe in the curse of the jinx? And as silly as that sounds, I did as well. And what that did was that it, it, it was as if I wouldn't allow myself to believe that these wonderful things would happen because I thought I would jinx the outcome. So I just set myself up for disappointment so that when the, when, when it didn't happen, when the good thing didn't happen, I sort of said, see, I told you. You know, it was sort of like I, I, I set myself up. So let's but what give I that realize is the that affirmative. I, yeah. What would yeah. you say is the affirmative that goes with that? The belief that is actually the, the, the belief is actually the very thing that is holding you back. So believing a desired outcome won't happen so you don't jinx it is what's actually preventing you Not from that, achieving but we want to give people place. an affirmative thought they can write down. So I'm going to take a swing at this, if you don't mind. Everybody, sure. I would say, I believe good things come to me and that I deserve them. I, I believe yes. good things come to me Thank and you. that I deserve them. Because That's we exactly must believe, right. because there is a lot of that old negative talk floating around, you know, don't. Don't get too full of yourself. Don't this, don't that. And all right. those don'ts are based on fear, fear of loss, fear of lack, all the things Absolutely. Megan has talked to us about. Now let me give you her website so you can be in touch with Megan, and I want you to run out there and give a shift and get that book. Her website is www.megansmithgill. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-M-I-T-H, just like you would Spell Smith Gill G I L L Megan Smith Gill dot com. The book is one more time, <clears throat> everybody. <laughs> I love the title of the book. <laughs> Give a shift. Ten simple steps to an abundant life. Thanks for being our guest today, Megan. Thank Smith-Gill. you so much. 
Great teachings, great teachings, everyone. Work those five beliefs. We're still at the beginning of the new year. We've got that super blue blood moon happening tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, so that's some powerful energy being unleashed. Use it to shift your life. Take the time to sit down and meditate on a new belief system that will support you and create your own vision and especially create your vision of the love you want. And I love, love, love visioning, but you know what? Every vision comes to life with the actions we take. So take action. Join me for training here in the Modern Love Training Center. You don't have to take our training, but get busy and do some work because it's the work we do that creates the results we see. All right, big, huge thank you to Mr. LeGrand Green, our executive producer, Cliff Dunning, who is our associate producer, and to all you modern lovers, much love, many blessings. I'll see you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.